All right. Well, hey, if the, ser- if the service goes long, I'm blaming it all on the children. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to start by reading from Matthew chapter 1. We've been reading out of math- or Luke chapter 2 the last couple weeks, so I'm going to switch it up. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 1, and it, it, tells this, it tells us this in the story of the birth of Jesus. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit." She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from his sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name, everyone say it. Jesus. Awesome. Good job. So this morning, or this evening, this evening we're going to talk about the wonder of love. We've been talking about these other themes throughout the season of Advent, but it all culminates with the coming or the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. You know, I had this moment um, earlier as I was getting ready for tonight, and I hadn't this didn't pop into my head until I was getting ready. I remembered back to the night before. It was actually, so it was May 12th, uh, 2003. It was the night before my firstborn son was going to be born. And we, uh, my wife was going to be induced the next day. And so we knew, or maybe it was that night. I think it was what it was. And so we were going into the hospital. We knew he was coming. But little did we know, as first-time parents, like how much this child was going to change our lives, turn our lives upside down, and rock our world, right? And all the parents in the room said, amen, right? You have no idea what that's going to do. And yet, you know, I I thought back to this image. I I remember this picture that we took um, with her big old, you know, belly, and we're standing in the nursery that we painted and prepared for our firstborn son who was going to change our world. And yet, no baby born in history has ever changed the world and rocked the world like the birth of Jesus. And we are on on the eve of the celebration. We celebrate the coming of God in the flesh to us. And he was a God of love who came to bring us love. So as we we consider this this theme of of love, here's the question, what is love? And I'm not talking about the song. Some of y'all immediately were thinking of that old 90s pop song, or else you're thinking of it now, right? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Okay. Um, We're not talking about that. What is love? What is the definition of love? If you looked it up in the dictionary, you might find a definition like this, which is an adequate definition. It's a profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. That's kind of a dictionary definition. That's great, but that deals a lot with feelings, and that's part of it. But a biblical love, what we call agape love, this is the deepest form of love. It's an unconditional love that comes from God. This is, this is kind of a definition of agape love. It, love is not primarily a feeling, but an action, a choice to act in a way that brings well-being to others without expecting anything in return. 
And so this idea of love, it's a basic universal idea. We learn about it from a very young age. Most of us know well what it feels like to either be loved or to not be loved. So love, love from people, it's powerful, but love from God is is a whole different thing. It's something altogether different. It's greater than any human love that we could ever experience. But God doesn't just love. Love is who God is. Love is who he is, and it is why Jesus was born. He came to free us from the prison of our sin and our brokenness and our loneliness. He came to give us life. Love is what what brought him to us in the first place, and love is what drove him to the cross for us. And so a big idea that I want you to hear tonight on this Christmas Eve is that God is love. God loves us. God loves you. And God's love changes you. God is love. This is who he is. And he loves you. And his love changes you and me. In fact, 1 John chapter 4, it says it this way. Beloved, let us love one another for love, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because, say this with me, God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And as I was thinking about love coming to us in the person of Jesus, there's this this song, it's actually an old hymn called Love Came Down at Christmas. And it was a a hymn written by a lady named Christina Rossetti back in 1885. And over the years, it's been set to music as like a carol. Um, My favorite version, the only version I think I know is by Jars of Clay. Great song, check it out. Love Came Down at Christmas. But I love these words. It says this, love came down at, at Christmas. Love all lovely, all love divine. Love was born at Christmas, star and angels gave the sign. And so Jesus, the one who encapsulated love, came to us. And you know, last week, um, so I received a gift last week. It was a, a Christmas card, and it had inside it a cash gift. And y'all, I, I'm, I'm always a fan of cash, all right? Rarely do I ever turn away a cash gift. But my favorite part of, of this whole gift was, was the card, and it was a really simple card, and it was handwritten, um, but it had some words on it that were, were very kind and, and very loving. I, I could, they came from a, a loving heart, and I loved it. I, like, I took the cash, stuck it in the pocket, said, thank you, Lord. And then I like, man, this is the best part is this card in these words, because I'm a words guy. Like, I'm a words of affirmation guy. How, how many of you ever have heard of uh, the five love languages? Are you all familiar with that? Um, let me just explain these to you in case you've, you've never heard of them. Um, love languages, it's not a biblical concept. The idea of love obviously is. It originates with God. But this is a practical outworking. Like, how, this is how people, uh, different people receive, give, and receive love. And so for some people, it's, it's acts of service. You know, actions speak louder than words. So when somebody does something for you, you feel loved. Uh, another one is receiving gifts. Some of you are like, that's me when somebody gives me a gift. And that's, it's all about like a heartfelt gift. It's not about the amount of money spent or the magnitude of the gifts. It's just the thought behind it. When somebody gives you a gift, you feel loved. Uh, another one is quality time. Uh, so that's like, like undivided attention. Just spending time with somebody makes you feel loved. Words of affirmation, again, this is mine. Um, words that, that uh, approve or encourage. Man, those are how you receive love from people. 
Uh, physical touch is another one, appropriate physical touch, whether it's a hug or a high five or a fist bump or, you know, punch him across the jaw, whatever it is, physical touch. And, you know, the author of this book, uh, Gary Chapman, he's made a living off of this. He's like got five love languages for couples and kids and grandparents, grandchildren. And, you know, like he's living off of this, but it's a really cool concept. And, and it, it, it's kind of explained in like, we all have a love tank that goes empty and, and one or more of these are ways that people fill up your, your, your tank to make you feel loved. And I just thought about that with that card because uh, again, it proved to me that words of affirmation are, are like my love language. But as I thought about love and agape love, biblical love, the love of God, I, I, it, I just thought about these love languages. And I thought how Jesus in his coming, like he came to love us and to show love. Love came down and God spoke love to, to humankind in every way possible. In every language that there is, he, he spoke love. Now this may seem silly, but so I, I, I was thinking through, how did, how did God show us love through these kind of love languages, okay? So uh, work with me here, okay? So acts of service, think about, think about this, that God's love was shown in action when he sent his son to us. And we just saw that in, in, in 1 John 4, verse 9, it says, in this, the love of God was made manifest. Like he showed it to us. He put it on display through action that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And then in Romans 5, 8, it says this, God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I love when we talk about the Bible being God's love letter to us, but he didn't just say, I love you. Like he showed it with action. He sent his son to die for us, the ultimate act of service. And he came and he laid down his life. Receiving gifts. How many of y'all say receiving gifts is my love language? How many of you all would say that? Okay, some of you are lying. You love <laughs> gifts. Um, that's why you love Christmas. Um, receiving gifts. Think about this. He came to offer us, and if you know the language of the Bible, he came to offer us the free gift of salvation. The greatest gift, the greatest gift giver is God himself. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the father of, of lights. And we see in Romans six twenty three, it says the wages of sin, what we deserve because of our, our sin against God is death, separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The greatest gift was the gift of his son. And through him, through our faith in him, we can have this gift of eternal life. He is a gift giver. Think about the next one, quality time. Quality time. He came to provide us. We just saw it in, in that verse. He came to give us this gift, that gift of eternal life. He came to provide us with eternal life with him. Not just life, and he came to give us full life on earth in this life, but he came to give us a life that would last forever with him. And because of what Jesus has done through his death and his burial and his resurrection, we have access to God that we can spend time with him at any point that we want to. He's available and open to us and he invites us to come to him quality time. John three sixteen it says it this way, and you know this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So he gave this gift giver 
He gave eternal life, this gift forever with him. Quality time. Here's another one. Words of affirmation. If you know anything about the scriptures, the New Testament, even John chapter 1, when Jesus comes, the Bible describes him. It calls him the word of God. He is the word of God. And he came to give us his word, which reveals to us who he is and reveals how much he loves us. And there's no other words in all of the universe that affirm us and give us identity and purpose and meaning outside of the word of God. These are the ultimate words of of affirmation. And and that's why he came, Matthew 4.4, Jesus quoting the Old Testament. He he answered the, the devil and he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. He came to give us the words of life that we need. And then this fifth and final one, physical touch. Some of y'all are like, let's see how you deal with this one. Physical touch, really? (laughs) Physical touch, man, this is what Christmas is all about. That Jesus, that God didn't, didn't stay from afar and tell us he loved us. He came up close. Emmanuel, God in the flesh, God with us. He came in the flesh to dwell among us. John chapter one says, and, and then he, for those who would put their faith in him, he gives us his Holy Spirit to live within us. He touches us inside and he comes to be alongside of us and in us. And then he places us within this group of people, the church, the body of, of Christ, that when Jesus' physical body left this earth, he left us with a, another physical body, the body of Christ the people of God so that we could be belong to this people, so that we could be embraced by these people, so that we could rub shoulders with these people, so that the touch of God we could experience through community with one another. And that is why the church is so important. This isn't just an event you go to once a week. It is the gathered community of God's people, brothers and sisters in Christ that get to love on and hug one another and show one another love in the flesh, just like Jesus showed us. And so all of these things, man, God showed us up close and personal, his love, this agape love. So what do we do? How do we walk in the wonder of love? Well, it's it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. First, we need to receive the gift of God's love. We receive the gift of God's love. And I don't want to miss this opportunity for some of you maybe that, that don't hear this on a regular basis, that aren't exposed to the truth of God's word. Maybe this is your first time being in church in a long time, um, or maybe ever even. I don't want to miss the opportunity to tell you that Jesus came because God loves you. And he wanted to make a way for you to have a relationship with him. And he offered this free gift to you of a relationship with him. And the way that you receive that gift, it's the same way that you receive any gift at Christmas. You just receive it. You take it. To receive it, you simply believe. To receive, you simply believe. You believe that God loves you, that he created you for his purposes, and that he died to save you from your sin. Receive that gift. And maybe you're here tonight and you've never received the gift of God's love to you. Man, all you have to do tonight is believe and put your faith in him, the one who loves you. Amen. 
receive the gift of his love. And then the second thing is to walk in the wonder of love, love others, love others. We weren't made to just receive it. We were made to give it. First John, we were there a minute ago. First John four, verse 11, it says this, it goes on, talks about God is love is from God. God is love. Verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to what? Love one another. If God loved us in this way, we ought to love one another. And so if you've received the gift of love, man, walk in the wonder of love by loving others in the same way that he has loved you. Amen? That is what this season is all about. And we're going to sing a couple more songs here to kind of wrap up our time together. Um, One is an old hymn called The Love of God. Any of you remember that song? If, just raise your hand just to let me know if anybody's heard that. Okay, a couple of you. So this may be new for some of you. This is an incredible song. I want to ask you all to do me a favor. If you would just stand with me. Um, and I just want to read the first set of words from this song just to kind of prepare our hearts. We'll sing this. And then we're going to sing Oh Holy Night, which uh, some of you all, if you follow our, our um, like Facebook and Instagram feeds a week ago, we posted a poll. Like, what's your favorite Christmas carol? And we gave you four options. Overwhelmingly, Oh Holy Night was like at the top of that list. And so I said, hey, let's give the people what they want at Christmas, right? And so we're going to sing Oh Holy Night. But let me read just a few words from The Love of God. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen could ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bowed down with care God gave his son to win his erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin could we with ink the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made were every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry nor could the scroll contain the whole though stretched from sky to sky. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Christmas is all about the love of God come down to us in the flesh. And so tonight, let's sing about the love of God.